0: Welcome to day 45 of Shaped by the Word, season 3, the story of the prophets. Uh, we've been reading through Isaiah's prophecy, and we've covered some very dramatic passages. Uh, we covered in Isaiah 6, uh, Isaiah's vision of the Lord, who is high and exalted, whose glory fills the earth and the train of His robe, and who fills the temple. And even though the temple is supposed to contain His glory, it barely uh, you know, contains just a small piece of of his robe and of his grandeur and of his glory, and of course the seraph, the fiery ones, are flying overhead, crying out, "Holy, holy, holy!" But even they must cover their faces mm-hmm. as they go into the presence of the Lord. And, and then we move there to a rather common scene of a young lady who will have a you know a child, and uh, before the child is even weaned, uh, you know the things that uh, Israel, you know that Judah fears, will no longer materialize. Uh, The Lord is sovereign and protecting her and holding her. And, and of course, this child will be uh, a sign that God is with him. He will be called Emmanuel, which is a prophecy, you know, that is fulfilled in in a far bigger way, Uh, you know, with the young peasant girl in Nazareth who bore, you know, the child uh, that would be. The ultimate sign that God is with us, and so we'll hear more about that child. We we continue with judgment, and of course, the things that Ahaz you know feared was that uh, you know uh, Syria and Judah and their alliance you know would wipe them out and bring them to nothing. And uh, God is about to bring in a much bigger, much more powerful kingdom that's kind of been you know in the background to this point that will wipe out both. Uh, you know, uh, Israel and uh, Syria so we meet the Assyrians and uh, God says he will whistle for them <laughs> like flies and they will come mm. Heavenly Father we thank you for uh, Isaiah we thank you for the rich images both of your grandeur your glory the hope that you give us your presence with us and, and the warning of judgment uh, that uh, we we tend to hear but not hear we tend to see but not see we tend to perceive but not understand and uh, we pray as we come to your word that you would give us eyes to see and ears to hear and and, and very importantly that you would give us hearts that respond in humility and gratitude and, and obedience you're a good and a holy god Isaiah 7 verse 18 in that day the lord will whistle for flies from the nab delta in Egypt and for bees from the land of Assyria they will all come and settle in the steep ravines and in the crevices and in the rocks and all the thorn bushes and at all the water holes. And that day the Lord will use a razor hard from beyond the Euphrates River, the king of Assyria, to shave your head and your private parts and to cut your beard off also. And that day a person will keep alive a young cow and two goats. And because of the abundance of the milk they give, there will be curds to eat. All who remain in the land will eat curds and honey. And that day in every place there will be a thousand vines worth a thousand silver shekels. There will be only briars and thorns. Hunters will go there with bow and arrow, for the land will be covered with briars and thorns. As for all the hills once cultivated by hoe, you will no longer go there for fear of the briars and the thorns. They will become places where cattle are turned loose and where the sheep run. So you have the impending, you know, doom of both Israel and Aram. Right now, they're plotting against uh, Judah but uh, their plans will come to nothing as God brings them into judgment you know, with a far more powerful you know, king and a far more cruel king, uh, You know, the king that is coming from Assyria. And, uh, and God says he'll whistle and they will come. And uh, they are the instruments you know, of his judgment. And, and that's one of the, you know, the questions that you have in the prophet, how God can use you know, a cruel nation to, to judge other nations. And uh, God is bringing and in essence you know the cruelty of of israel and judah back on them uh, you know through a leader that is everything they are and, and maybe even a little bit more mm-hmm. you know than they are and, and so assyria will become the instrument of god's judgment as we read through the prophets so we'll be hearing more and more about them uh, as we uh, you know continue uh, continue to read
1: and we see just the the devastation that's going to cause you know verse 23 moving on you know there used to be a thousand vines worth uh, a thousand silver shekel, shekels. Now it's just briars and thorns. Hunters are going to go out with bow and arrow, but it's just going to be thorns and, and thistles. And the hills that we once cultivated will no longer be cultivated, and and the sheep are just running free. No, you know, it's hard no to, one is, is caring for the land, and, and no one's caring for anything.
0: It's hard to imagine a you know a vine worth a silver shekel, uh, but these are you know choice vines mm-hmm. you know, planted in a choice place. And, of course, Isaiah has already given us, uh, you know, the, uh, the song of the vineyard in chapter 5, where he talks about God having planted choice vines and have built a watchtower and have put in a wine press, And he looked for good fruit and he didn't find it. And so part of his judgment will be the devastation of these cultivated vines that the people have planted with, with no regard uh, for what God was looking for in them.
1: And, oh. Yeah, I was gonna say I a, kind of had an
0: observation and a question. So, um, yet there's a remnant, right? And that this remnant is eating the curds and the honey. So they they are there is some provision for the remnant. Is that right? And you have you have a mixture of images here. that mm-hmm. almost is a almost is a prophecy of hope that you'll have mm-hmm. these you know count of goats and and you'll eat from the abundance. Uh, but uh what hes talking about is God sustaining mm-hmm. in, in this particular instance, those who are left behind right The poorest of the poor will be left behind and God will sustain mm-hmm. them. Uh, so mm-hmm. we're, we're not talking about you know the the future hope, but we're right. talking two different things. there'll be God's judgment where you know people you know will go into exile mm-hmm. and there will be those who are, are left behind. yeah and we can't forget those two stumps mm-hmm. you know that are cut off mm-hmm. as in the turbinth and the oak. Yeah. uh that will one day bear fruit you know as the remnant in return
1: so many pictures here yeah it was also just a pictures I'm looking at this of just how far we've gotten from the garden in genesis you know where
0: mm-hmm.
1: it was God with man they they dwell together there was flourishing there was life and, and now we've we see God actually bringing judgment against the people, and the the beauty that was once there is no longer there. The, the garden, in a sense, is kind of lost, and yeah. and the people are far from the Lord, and just creates that angst. How how can this be fixed? How can this be restored? Not just creation, but even man uh, to the Creator.
0: You know, God's act of blessings are, are you know are, are creation and new creation acts, and God's acts of judgment or decreation. Uh, You see, you know the land, which once is uh, flourishing and beautiful and cultivated, is now overcome, you know, by thorns. And and of course, you have in the garden, you know, a garden that was cultivated by God, you know Himself, and presented as a gift to man to enjoy God's presence. You know, in which Israel was was a type of, you know, a type of Eden. Mm -hmm. It was supposed to be a place where flowing with milk and honey, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, where God's people would enjoy God's abundance. and and now it is going back to the wild and uh, the only way that you can go in there is that you have a bow in your hand and you're ready to protect yourself and shoot anything that might jump out of the briars Mm -hmm. and and of course the the whole idea of the briars and the thistles will be an image that you look through. for in the prophets will be uh, not only a description of what happens to the land but uh, how the people themselves become briars and thistles and uh, how they uh, offer stumbling to one another you know, both priest, pe- priest and prophet alike, Father, we thank you and that you have done everything to make us flourish, and Father, we we have done everything to resist your word and to hear your voice, and, and Father, we, we we look at this image and we understand that uh, in a calamity that we've experienced or uh, hardship that we've experienced is not near. Uh, what our sins deserve and what our rebellion against you deserve Uh, we thank you that you have uh, protected us and we thank you that you do have a future for us and a hope for us and and father uh, we we thank you uh, for warning as well as encouragement that we get from your word it's in your holy name we pray amen